Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. This is a proud production of ITM Media. Good day to all the faithful race fans listening to Ramblin' About Racing with myself, Matt Beamer, and as always, Charlie Herc is here to bring you the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing, whether it's Formula One or NASCAR. We are glad that you're with us, whether you're on the Unhinged Sports Network or your regular podcast platform. Thank you for joining us. Your support is more than appreciated because this is a, somewhat of a big episode here because not only are we going to talk about the races and the playoffs and nascar that's going on and formula one what's happening on the other side of the pond there but this is the two-year anniversary of rambling about racing formerly known as in the marbles weekly racing podcast two-year anniversary and unfortunately Char- uh preston's not here charlie <laughs> well, what, what else? I was is wondering new? if you're even going to mention it at, what, at this point. What else is what else is new, man? We, yeah. we wish uh, him well. Honestly, we man, well. didn't realize it had been two years. It's kind of flown yeah, by. Time flew by. Uh, the first episode came out September 24th of 2019, long before we even even thought about COVID or anything else. What's going on in the world? All we thought about was great days. Oh, ahead. it was being thought about. It just not had been announced to the public yet. Well, you got a point there. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was kind of thought about. I don't know what happened, but yeah, all of a sudden it just sprung I'm into not us. Not a conspiracy theorist or anything. Well, but <laughs> okay, take the plastic tin foil or the tin foil <laughs> off your head there, Charlie, and forget about it. But yeah, two years. So I want to thank everybody. Whether you've started from episode one all the way to now episode one hundred and six, or you just found out found out about us, whether it's through the Unhinged Sports Network, Belly Up Podcasting, and Sports. Whatever it may be, thank you so much for tuning in to us and continued support. We've gained a number of fans since then. It's been a lot of fun, man, but I'm going to start you off with this, Charlie. Whether it's your favorite memory of the show, whether you started with the show when it became rambling about racing, 
or before when it was in the marbles. What's been your favorite memory? I'm going to throw you off with that one first. Man, I'd probably say the first time I got to be on the show, which was us, or when I say us, the three of us yep, in an RV at the Roval, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I decided, I said, well, if I'm going to be on the show, I'm going to drink. And and I cracked a beer open at it was, like 8.30 it was, in the morning. Yeah, it was like 9 a.m. And you said, I'm going to crack a beer open, and I don't we care. Were, we were tailgating, man. Well, yeah, you started off early. He's like, you ready to do the show? Yeah. And you just cracked it right <laughs> open, man. That was a lot. Of, that was episode three, if you want to go check that out. But my favorite memory has to be episode 35, which happened last year in March. And Caroline, a week prior, came up to me and said, hey, why don't I come on the show and you could pop quiz me? And I'm just going to say, go back and listen to that episode because it is probably one of the funniest things you will hear. And, and my wife's Completely so, unrehearsed. Completely unrehearsed. I threw her softball questions, too. It's just one of those things where, hey, you know, it's just we got what we got. And it was it was a lot of fun. I had a great time with it. It was a lot of fun. If you got a chance, if you get a chance, I should say, go back and listen to episode 35 and episode 3 of the show and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It was a lot of fun. So thank you, everybody. Wanted to throw that out there first. And then second off, Charlie, how's it going down there in South Alabama? Going good, man. Uh, it's been a, been a great couple of weeks. It's been a great past week since our last episode. And we're trying to gear up for what's going to be my last race of the season. Not necessarily our, our last race of the season at all, but what will be my last race of the season this coming Saturday. So okay, uh, trying to prep for that. And hopefully we can give it our all and see if we can't win one for before the season's over. Yeah, so that'd be really good to see, man. Really good to see. Uh, we're going we're gonna to give it our all. We did some drag racing this past weekend. So yeah. How'd that go? Um, we got some, I, it went good. They, in, I'll just leave it at this. In the end, uh, both Jason and Jeff Reeves ended up winning their points championships in their respective classes. It, it was a rough day Saturday because of me. But anyway, I, I won't go into details. No, I kind of want to hear uh, the details. No, we're of this. not going into details. I've lost a little bit of sleep over this one. All right, we won't but go into details. Nonetheless, uh, <laughs> we have. They still won their points. All right, good. And uh, their prospective championships at, at Cottonwood Dragway in, in Alabama. And uh, now we're ramping up for my last race at. Uh, South Alabama Speedway this this weekend, and before I go to South Carolina for nine weeks, yeah, uh, hopefully you can come down here a week, uh, time or two. I'm not expecting you down here every weekend, but the times you can, or maybe you will be down here every weekend. Depends yeah, on how you train schedule. Figure out how it's going to work because I'm I'm going to be in barracks. I'm not going to be in a hotel room this time like I was at Fort Bragg. So, so it sounds like you're going to make uh, a stop here and drop off all the computer stuff. I, and <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out exactly how it's going to work with the podcast too. Cause I, I'm not sure if I'm going to get to do it or not. We'll just have to play it by ear. Man, I might be having to fly solo here in the next couple yeah, of, for at least the next couple months. Oh gosh, that's going to be miserable. Maybe we'll have some people call in and stuff. Maybe we'll be at that point now where we could have people interact with us. And stuff. Let yeah, us know. We'll have to figure something out. Make sure you follow us on all social media platforms if you want to be a part of that. Let's just say that. But uh yeah, uh, I'm glad to hear everything's going well down there. Things are good here. Caroline is um just went to a doctor's appointment for the baby. Everything's fine. One hundred percent confirmed it's a girl. I'm glad uh that uh little Charlie's doing good and No, Maury. Uh, Maury. Charlie. Yeah, that's why I said Charlie. No, no, you said no no no. No. Maury. 
That's her name. Yeah, what I say? You said Charlie. Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I meant. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that's what Caroline told me. She was <laughs> she was naming her. I I have no recollection anyway, of move, this moving conversation. On. I'm sorry I interrupted. <laughs> but yeah, man, everything's going well. We're, we had a little bit of a late delay in the episode here because I worked Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday. And now that today's Wednesday, tomorrow the episode will be out, which is Thursday. So it's going to be burning the midnight oil, but it's going to be all good here from that end. But yeah, you know, things are going decently well here, I'd say. You know, the sun is shining brighter, the air is fresher. Everything's going well up till February when we're going to have our bundle of joy delivered into the world. It can't wait. Like I said, everything's going fine. A lot of fun, a lot of things going on. But you mentioned before the show started, you have something you wanted to bring up about last week, mainly the Kevin Harvick and Chase Elliott. Yeah, so, you know, there was a bit of back and forth, you know, who was in the right, who was in the wrong. Yeah, we discussed it in a little bit of our mainly our opinions and what we saw yeah. from Bristol going but on there. It wasn't 100 laps into the race this past weekend. Kevin Harvick drove all over Matty D and tore, his, tore Kevin Harvick wound up tearing his old right front fender up. But I'm like, I, can he just not see the right side of his car? So it's really not an issue from Bristol between Harvick it, and well, Elliott. I just go back on, I go back to what Elliott said. You know, he's he's driven all over us before. Right. And, and then Harvick turns right around and gets all over the left side of Matty D coming out of the quarter had plenty of room. Now he didn't say it was Matty D's fault or nothing like that, but I'm like, this is early in the race. Right. Why? I mean, did you just not see him there? I mean, like what in the world? Well, I I mean, he is racing and I'm I'm still team Harvick on the whole thing with Bristol. And the more I watch it, the more I realize I'm in the right because he did wash uh, up the track I, and I hit disagree him. still. But you know, anyway, it doesn't matter. We're not going to re-debate it. We're not going to re-debate it if you want. Listen to last week's episode if you want to hear highlights of that one. But the way I see it is Kevin Harvick is a racer. Nobody complains about drivers like Ryan Newman who are tough to pass no matter which lap he's on, no matter which position he's racing for, he's tough to pass. And Harvick's always been a aggressive driver ever since he started in the series in 2001. So I can't really say that this is a surprise for him, but I understand what you're saying here that Chase Elliott called him out on it, and then he goes and does it again to Matty, Matt DiBenedetto there in Las Vegas. Just hurts his own he self. He just hurts him whole self. Right. And he, now he's below the cutoff line. I don't think he's in much danger coming here in two really good tracks that he's at in Talladega and the Roval. But I, I see your point now. I saw your point there. I said, oh, man, I'm going to catch heck and flack from this from next episode whenever it comes out here this week about that. And I know exactly what you mean. Of course, I'm not a driver, so I can't really say what I would do. But at the same time, maybe he's just feeling the pressure, man. You said it last week, and we said it last week. He doesn't have a win to this point. And this time last year, he was winning everything. He couldn't be stopped. Mm-hmm. He was the Kyle Larson of the series this time last year but now he's just struggling and not so much struggling for a good i would say maybe yeah consistency but getting wanting to get that monkey off his back and get a win i can't remember the last time he went a year winless i don't think he's been winless in the cup series since he started in 2001 i'm gonna go back on the data here he wasn't winless that year 
the last time he went winless was 2009 and 2008. He also went winless in 2004. Other than those three seasons, he has had a win in every season with the exception of this year. So it's just one of those things. And then this yeah. time last year. He had already had about nine wins. He he had just about nine wins. This time, and no DNFs. And this time, he has one DNF, an average finish of 10.733. Last year, his average finish was 7.33. So he added 10 more positions or three more positions onto that average. So, yeah, you can see his frustration, and he wants to get up there and run consistently. 60 points behind the leader right now as far as the cutoff. But really, I mean, I think he's just doing what he thinks he needs to do in order to get up there and be competitive in these final two races in the round of 10, or round of 12, I should say. I apologize. Yeah, I seem being competitive. or trying to be aggressive at the same time. So it was just kind of ironic to me, right. I guess. I can see that. I can see you wanting to bring that up and just chomping at the bit to bring that up and not so much throwing in my face, but kind of no, like, hey, no, not, I, 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 not throwing it in your face by no means. It was just to add on to Elliot's point, I guess, of, you know, him running into people. Right. Uh, then he turns right around and does it to Matty D early in the race this past weekend. So, and then it, it, it kind of ruins his race for him. Right. It did. And, you know, he's kicking himself probably for that going into Talladega. The one person who doesn't have any worries going into Talladega is Denny Hamlin. He's mm-hmm. securely into the next round, the round of 10, which is great for him because he doesn't have, or the round of eight, I should say, because he doesn't have to worry about anything else. He could just start and park for all he cares. He's already locked in. Of course, he's going to go for a win there at the 2.66 mile oval of Talladega, the super speedway that quite frankly is probably the number one thing I've been circling on this playoff calendar because it is the most wild card race of the entire playoffs. In my opinion. Yeah. Talladega is always a wild card. And we're going back to Las Vegas. Well, before I I dare say this, let's take a step back here and downshift a little before we get started in the NASCAR and dive deep into that. Formula One, Russian Grand Prix, Lewis Hamilton finally did a scoring win 100 in his career. What do you think? I, I Congratulations, first of all. That's a, a feat, no matter what equipment you're in. That's tough. Sure. I still don't like him. No, I, I'm not yeah, saying I, I still like him. Uh, I don't like, I I mean, like him right now. Congratulations to him. I still hope. Uh, who is it? Vettel? Is it Vettel that's racing him for points? Uh, for Stappen. For Stappen. I still hope he's able to beat him out of the points championship, yeah. but a lot that more win probably put a big gap in between them. Yeah, a lot more. No, not that much. A couple point gap separates first and second, which is Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen. So I think it's going to go right down to the final race, barring anything crazy that happens to any of those competitors. How During, many races they got left? Well, let's see here. If if the Formula One guy was here, I'm going to call Preston out here real quick. If the Formula One guy was here right now, we'd be able to. He'd be able to say, "Oh, this many races left." But I will tell you right now how many races we have left. Not this weekend, but next weekend we have the Turkish race. So no Formula One race this week. Six or seven, because one of the races around the twenty is TBC. I don't know if they'll drop it or not. So six to seven more races left in the season. The final There's race is going to be. Yeah, there's a lot of races left, and, and a lot of time, too, because the final race of the season 
is the weekend of December 10th. So we still got a few more months of Formula One racing left to go before they wrap up their season there for the 2021 World Championship for Formula One. I'm going to give you the quick standings here real quick because it's not by much. It's by very slow, slim margin here. Lewis Hamilton has four hundred or 246.5 points. Max Verstappen, 244.5. So only two points separate him going into Turkey here in a couple weeks, which I believe this is going to be their first time racing in Turkey. I don't think they raced there last year. Neither one of them have a huge... No, neither of them have any room for error. Not a single bit of room for error because Lewis Hamilton needs to do what he has done for 100-plus Grand Prix that he's won and run up front and make good sound decisions and and have a good race from lights out to checker flag. And Max Verstappen can't shoot himself in the foot like he did in Italy, taking himself out, though he took Lewis Hamilton out as well. Max Verstappen... That that incident cost Max Verstappen, I believe, a chance at the win because not only did they have to have a, I believe, a three-place grid penalty during qualifying, they changed power units and had to start from the back of the field. So Lewis, so Max Verstappen was at a complete disadvantage all weekend long there at the Russian Grand Prix, but still a very close race. I think it's going to come down to the wire there at Abu Dhabi the weekend of December 10th. Should be a lot of fun, man. Can't wait. Can't wait you wanna, for. You want to go? Um, yeah, go ahead and book us tickets and hotels okay. and and food and stuff. And and I'll, I'll get... still be in South Carolina. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll just fly build... out from there. Yeah, we'll just fly out there. There, update your catch a cargo flight out of Fort Jackson. Yeah, yeah, we'll just fly out of there real quick, and then Abu um, Dhabi. Yeah, Abu Dhabi, <laughs> and then um, update your passport, and then we'll just go there for the weekend, and then come back. Have a e- easy enough. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Might be a little more difficult than we think right there, but yeah, that's Formula One. I thought it was a good race from the Russian Grand Prix. I don't know if you watched it or not, but I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Good all the way down to the end, and then the rain came at the end, which made it even more interesting to watch. I was hoping, yeah, Lewis Hamilton would have spun out, but he didn't. He made the right calls all day, and feel bad for Lando Norris, but he'll get one. McLaren and that team has come around full circle. But then Los- uh, Norris was leading it. What Norris was spinning out? Yeah, he was on the dry tires when it was wet mm-hmm. and lost traction. Does it work out? No, it didn't work out well for him. And he was he rolled the dice and came up snake eyes. You can't blame the guy or McLaren going for a two in a row after Ricardo won Italy. So you can't blame him either way. I commend him actually. It's like go big or go home. It's kind of what, what do they say? Uh, big risk, big reward. I, that's what I feel. But overall, good race there. Uh, Skolci, I can't wait till the uh, Turkish Grand Prix here in a couple of weeks. I'm going to miss Formula One here in the next couple of weeks. Folks, before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our online store at Teespring. There you can find the latest and greatest rambling about racing gear, such as pint glasses, T-shirts, phone cases, coffee mugs. You name it, we have it. And if we don't have it, we'll make it up for you. You could also find all of the In the Marbles throwback gear there as well. And from now till the end of September, if you use discount code PLAYOFFS in honor of the NASCAR playoffs that have started here for the Cup Series, you'll get an additional 20% off your order. You head over to ramblingaboutracing.com. Under the Stores tab, you can find the link to the store. And remember, 20% off 
of your entire order when you enter discount code playoff till the end of September. Go check it out. You and I both said that Las Vegas, as far as the Cup Series, and I'm, I'm going to dare say all three series, in my opinion, weren't that good. Although we did see in two out of the three series, I'm talking Truck and Xfinity, a non-playoff driver win, mm-hmm. which makes it interesting throughout the course of the year, but not really. But then we saw kind of a, I'd say a maybe, a lot of people thought it was a good race at Las Vegas. I want to hear your opinion first before I give mine. Yes and no. The, the restarts. The restarts are, are always great with the 550 package. That's it. But that's They're all. Once, once you get going, it is impossible to pass. Yeah. I mean, unless I, you get a hellacious run, that is it. Once you spread out, it's over. Yeah. And we've seen that all week and long, I feel. It was just, it, you know, the restarts at the 550 track, and whether it's here at Las Vegas or another track where they run 550, we see. Awesome restarts. We see the almost Talladega-esque restarts where they're two-by-two, four-wide, three-wide, for maybe a lap or two. Then they get strung out, and it it just goes into a routine there. I was expecting maybe a late-race caution in the cup race. That didn't manifest itself like I thought it would because I was expecting NASCAR to say, we need to spice it up a little. Oh, there's debris in turn three, you know, and then throw a caution, which would have... Made it way more interesting of a finish, but I'd hate to for them to do that unorganically. Or if something were to happen, yeah, absolutely, then that happened. But I, I don't think it really took away from the race. The race, race was okay for me. I enjoy more so the more I watch NASCAR in this 550 package, the, at least for the rest of 2021, I realize how how difficult it is to keep a car out in front and to have that long run speed and that consistent speed like we saw from Truex at Darlington in May, like we saw from Denny Hamlin here at Las Vegas. It is it is tough to pass, but it's got to be also as tough, if not tougher, to keep the car out in front like Denny Hamlin did throughout the course of the race. I wish they'd mix it up. It seems like the only package they're running on the mile and a half is the – 450 package or 550 or whatever. Yeah, and and, and they're going to keep doing that because that's the way NASCAR designed it with this high, high downforce, low horsepower package on big tracks. They wanted them to be, I, I think, closer together, kind of like a mini Talladega or Daytona. But that just didn't happen like it was planned. I remember Not happened anywhere. No, the the closest I think they did was at the All Star race a couple years ago at Charlotte. They threw a restrictor plate on the cars. And that made the racing interesting. And I think they saw that and said, if we can remove the restrictor plate, lessen the horsepower up to downforce, we'll get that same result. And that just hasn't manifested itself on as far as a product on a three, four hundred, a four or five hundred mile race like we've seen at the mile and a half tracks. And we only have two more mile and a half to go, and that's going to be Texas and and uh, Kansas. In the following round, the round of eight. So we're going to see a bit more of that. Whoever's out front is going to tend to stay out front. So get your finishes in now, especially at the Talladega, Super Speedway, and the Roval before you get to the Texas, the Kansas, and in the Martinsville, doesn't matter. I feel like a good driver is going to win that race, and it isn't going to be car issue whatsoever. 
That's just me. So you didn't. So you didn't like the race there, at Kansas. Uh, other other than the starts, that's it was. It went by quickly. Just not a lot of. There was racing, yes, just not enough of it for me. I don't. Think. And and I think the problem is as well is if you and I were at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Yeah, we would have seen Denny Hamlin on a rail. But then we would have also looked throughout the rest of the field and seen the racing and the position and the battle for positions throughout the track. Yeah. The problem I, I see it I see it from that perspective that you're looking at too. Right. And the problem you with know, not just what the TV's focusing on. Yeah, and the problem with watching it on TV is that's all you're gonna be focused on. It would be nice to have a maybe a split screen. Yeah, show the leader like they do with maybe what, five, ten laps to go, five to ten laps to go, is have the leader on one side of the screen and then the battle for positions on the other side. It'd be nice to see that split screen or maybe develop a package through Hulu or DirecTV or Dish or whomever or Xfinity if they have a TV provider is just have one channel kind of like NFL Red Zone where, mm-hmm. where you could see like cars in car cameras and battles and stuff. That would be, I'd pay good money for that package, because then you could see the running order and kind of like the NASCAR timing and scoring and seeing battles on the track, vice versa, seeing Denny Hamlin go and then the, the commentating crew trying to figure out what to talk about. No, I agree. Yeah, I thought there was talks about that. I've heard whispers NASCAR of that. having its own streaming service. I've heard whispers of that, and I would gladly if it's probably be about 50, 60 bucks a month, or not a month, but a year, I'd yeah. gladly pay that. And have access to in-car radios through there? Yeah, absolutely. I, mm-hmm. I think I would 100% do that. But that's just me. I think NASCAR yeah, should uh, go like that because just watching the leader run his line, you might as well just uh, – it's boring. I understand mm-hmm. your point because I think that's the majority of the problem. Like like when you and I talked to Zach when he, at Indianapolis – Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It was kind of a lackluster race, but he was there watching everything. He enjoyed himself. I don't know if you like the Southern 500 or not. I can't remember, but I enjoyed it because I got to see, for one, I was taking photographs there, and two, I was there at the track watching these things play out, and I had a front row seat, I felt, to the Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin battle off of turn four. I felt like I had that, but you don't get that at TV. And in fact, you go to you watch NASCAR on TV. It's not going to be the same whatsoever as watching it in person. You're not going to get the same feel. You're not going to get the same yeah, experience. I think that's with anything, you know. But you could go, you could go to the most boring race of the season, or or let's say this: you go back a couple of years and you remember when Denny uh, Martin Truex Jr. I should say dominated Coke 600, leading like 397 of the 400 laps, 396 of the 400. If you watch that on TV, it's boring. You watch it, and you, if you were there at the Speedway, you would have said that was impressive witnessing that in person. Yeah, I, I see exactly where you're coming from. It, it is different going to uh, – it's like watching watching a college football game on TV right. than being there in person. I mean, even if they're blowing the other team out, 
it's still going to be different. You know, you don't want to watch just some team get blown out on TV, but if you're there in person, you're, you're eating it up. Oh yeah. 100% you are. And I guess you could say that about anything, but to me, Las Vegas wasn't a boring race. It wasn't a bust whatsoever. It was a fun race experience. My next race is Martinsville with the guys from blind spotting NASCAR podcast. And I can't wait for it. 100%. I can't wait for it. Should be a lot of fun. But I bet yeah, Mar- I Martinsville will be a fun race to go to. But, but I bet you watching it on TV is going to be 180 mm-hmm. degrees different than me actually being there. 100%. Uh, Mar- Martinsville usually it produces good racing. Produces but Produces good racing, though. Right. But maybe I'll just be caught catching it on one of those days where it doesn't. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. I'll, we'll have to wait and see. It's just one of those things we like to say on the show in the two years we've been doing it. We'll have to wait and see. But Talladega, man. All three races are going to be racing at Talladega. The Cup race is going to be on October 3rd at 2 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on NBC. That's big NBC. The Xfinity race is going to be Saturday, October 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBCSN. And the Truck Series on FS1 Saturday, October 2nd, starting at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But really, we're going to focus on the Cup Series. Charlie, who do you got this weekend at Sweet Home Alabama? In the Cup Series, we'll say this in all three series: Truck, Xfinity, and Cup. Xfinity, I'm gonna go with one of the colleague boys. Yeah, let's face it; they've pretty well dominated yeah, any like, race that they've went to this year. They've won it, whether it, they've won it a restricted place race, yep. restricted plate race. They've won it short track race. They've won it an intermittent race. They've won it every track, every style track they've went to. They've won it road courses. Yep. So I go with one of the colleague racing boys to get it done this weekend in Xfinity. I'd have to agree with you, but which one? And I'm not going to agree with you. I'm going to go another route here, but which one? Justin Haley. All right, right on. Good choice. He's starting eighth this weekend, but uh, I'm going to have to go with a um, a bow tie this time. My, my heart wants to say pick Daniel Hemrick, but Daniel Hemrick, I feel, man, I, as much as I want to see him do well, something's not clicking there. I think it's just one little tweak they need to make, and that car and him will be flying, I think, in 2022. But it's going to be last weekend's winner, Josh Berry. Yeah, I mean, I, Josh he's Berry going back in. He's going to be back into one he's car. He's going to be back into one car. He's starting up front there with the likes of Justin Allgaier and Noah Gregson, Sam Mayer, who's going to be starting twelfth. It's not far behind. Those junior motorsports guys get together, and I think they're going to go to the front, and they're going to do very if well. They work together as well as. What we've seen the college boys work together. Right. They got to beat the college boys. It's kind of like back in the early 2000s. It didn't matter who you were, but if you were DEI, you worked together and they were the team to beat. Yeah. Or, or like if, you know, used to, if you ever seen Dell Jr. and Tony Stewart get together at a restrictor plate track, it was over. They were coming to the front. Yeah. They very much were. I would say, for me, it's going to be Josh Berry. I think he's going to lightning's going to strike twice again. He's already has two wins this year on mm-hmm. a, on a speed on a super speedway. I guess a speedway, super speedway. Yeah, there. he won Martinsville, and he won Martinsville short track. So maybe he gets it done again. I think it's going to be fun racing, regardless in all three series. If you miss it, you're going to miss a well of a time. But in the truck series, this is a tough one because I feel like it's going to be a Thor Motorsports driver. I, I was going to say the same thing, but I, it was depending who's in the 98 truck this week, though. The, the 98 truck, I will tell you right now who is. Is it, is it Ek, Ekis or is it Enfinger? 
in finger. I'll go with the 98 truck. Okay, so you're going with the hometown kid. I Okay, fair enough. And I think it's going to be Sauter. Okay. He runs well at Talladega. He knows how to get it done. But I think really any of those guys, but I think if anything. Yeah, Grant, Grant has a Daytona win. He's got a Talladega yep, win. I was there at Daytona uh, when he won. In fact, his truck's right here on my mantle. Very nice truck to have, I should say. That's, that's one of my favorite die casts I have up here. But don't count out Matt Craft, and I think I think Thor Motorsports does it, but I think it's going to be more so Johnny Sauter. But we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Because yep. Ben Rhodes has a chance of it as well. I feel but we'll have to wait. But see, here's the big one here with the Cup Series. As it's we, up in the air. I, Matt, as, as the we, only people that have showed consistent plate speed is Penske and Hendrick, in my opinion. Yep, I would say so. So if I had to go with anybody, it's got to be somebody out of one of those two organizations. And Hendrick, there's only a couple people that show consistent plate speed out of Hendrick, and that's, in my opinion, Elliott and Bowman. Okay. And out of Penske, I would say rule out Blaney and go with Kosowski or Logano. Yeah, one of those two have a good chance. But here's what I did. I And we talked about it at the top of the show. Denny Hamlin has no worries going into Talladega of the Rolf. He is set 100% regardless of what happens here the next couple weeks. So does he help another Gibbs driver by pushing all day? Or does he help Bubba Wallace, his team team that he owns? No. No. (laughs) Because Bubba Wallace ain't in the playoffs. It's true. Yeah, you're right. 100% on that. But here's why. And he's already been pissed with Bubba Wallace. Yeah, at, earlier at, in the year on speedways because of how Bubba Wallace drove yep. on super speedways and the fact that he wouldn't help. It's true. I mean, there's only a handful of Toyotas out there, and there's five. Yeah. Well, you also have you have the Gibbs drivers, the 2311, but then at the starting at the tail end of the field, you have David Starr and Landon Castle driving Toyotas. But I'm not going to count those if guys. They make- or, or are they in? They're in it. There's a 40-car oh, okay. field. But here, okay. here's what I did last year. I, no, I think we did this at Daytona or Talladega a year ago when we were with the guys from Blindspotting NASCAR podcast for five off and five on. I want to say it was earlier in the year when we did Race Day Unhinged. And I took a random number generator, and I selected who I was going to win based off of that, and I picked William Byron, who ended up finishing fourth. So this thing does work, in my opinion. But I'm going to go with you. Who do you got this weekend at Talladega? He ran good at Bristol. He had plenty of speed at Bristol. I, I think they're really starting to get momentum. Ran good last weekend. He's always ran good at restrictor plates. I'm going to go with Elliot. All right. Elliot's a good choice. I think that's a solid choice. He's proved himself in the past. I, I think restric- they got some momentum going in their, their direction right now. I, I would say Larson, but really, truly, Larson has not ran well at restrictor plate Yeah, he, he hasn't find his, found his niche, I should say, at those restrictor plate tracks. So I, I say I say Elliot. All right, I'm, I'm going to show you right here. It says zero right there on the random number generator. Mm-hmm. Who's my pick? Driver who starts 17th, Chase Briscoe. <laughs> That's going to be my <laughs> pick. Because it could be uh, real, realistically anybody. You just hit a random number yet, generator and you could do that. David Stark will win it. They, realistically, he could chase Briscoe if at okay. least the top five chase Briscoe does. But I think he's gonna he he might win this weekend based right. on the random. And if this random number generator is right, we're going down to the gas station when you get here and buying lottery tickets. Sounds good. Great. <laughs> well, last time Caroline bought uh, lottery tickets when I was there, I, I won like thirty dollars. I think. 
Yeah, I think we gave it to you for some reason. I don't know. I know. I don't know here, why. Here you go. But Charlie, man, you got anything else before we? That was it, man. I mean, really, just wrapping yeah, up Daytona uh, and, and dude, Joey or Joey Gates tried moving the wall at Las Vegas. Holy cow! Yeah, let's talk about that. I'd have never Holy seen smokes. I've never I seen it. It, it, it. I don't know. Like, so I'm pretty sure the rear ends on them are designed so that if an axle breaks, like the whole axle doesn't just slide out. Like well, that. Wait a minute! Did did the axle break or did the tire go down? Because I saw a tire issue. No, the, the well, yeah, the tire went down, sure, but the whole wheel come off. The wheel was still inside the tire. Oh wow! So, like, I don't know if they just didn't get any of the lugs tight or what. But well, one would think they would have found that out while under the pace laps. No kidding. But, but man, dude, I, that was a vicious I, hit. I have never seen a car back into the wall and go airborne like that. That was one of the hardest hits that I've seen in a few years yeah. now. Good thing like he, just a single car hit like that. That's one of the yeah. hardest hits I've seen. That, that, and he he hit the meat of the safer barrier. Yeah, I'm I'm good glad about that as well. And he's racing this weekend for Rick Rare racing in that fifty three Chevy starting thirty six. But I'm glad he's okay. I'm glad he backed into the wall instead of going in head on for one. But yeah, you're right. I've never seen a car back into the wall like that after a tire failure. You, yeah, I mean, I've seen cars back into the wall because of tire failures, but not at that speed. I, it looked like yeah, it was man, just he, I mean, it, it just came off at the at the right time at the wrong place. So yeah, it was bad. Yeah, that was. And if you want to know what we're talking about, go on YouTube and look that up. Joey Gase. Las Vegas because that was a vicious hit and no and they didn't really get a good camera view on it because nobody's focused on Joey Gase and Rick Rare racing at the Cup Series level. But from That's what I, twister there, it, where I almost there. messed that up. I, I messed <laughs> I it up know, a little. I, I, I messed it up a little. <laughs> Say that five times fast. I will not because I'll mess it up even more. But yeah, I mean nobody had nobody had a good camera angle on him. But what we saw was once we got a good camera angle on him, is him almost going over i feel but yeah that was that was nuts man i can't believe that happened but i'm glad he's okay guys racing yeah, this no, definitely glad he's okay man because i i know he got the wind knocked out of him he had to have got the wind knocked out of him on that one yeah i know i saw something on social media where he went to the local hospital after getting checked out at the infield care center just to make sure because that was a hard vicious hit for joey gaze yeah but glad he's okay and I'm glad he's racing this weekend at Talladega. Yep, Best of luck. No watch him win. Yeah. Yeah, just watch him win. He's like, ha, got you. Yeah. But, right. but man. You I your mean, number predictor. Yeah. My my <laughs> number predictor is not uh, that predictable. It's, you take your number predictor and go to Formula Un. Yeah, go to Formula Un. <laughs> and just always pick one. Lose Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. But man, that was that was it, man. That was it. Before we get into our final thoughts, you got anything else about Talladega or this past weekend's events at Las Vegas or the Russian Grand Prix for Formula One? No, do some racing Saturday, and then I'll be there to watch the race. Bit the house here to watch the race Sunday. So yeah, I'll be there with you, man, and hopefully a good. You're coming down here to my house? No, 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 no. I'll be there, like on the phone with you. I'm sure. Because I said I was going to be at the house, and then you said I'll be there with you. No, I'm not. Like, I'm not coming down down to down. Alabama for any time soon, man. But, okay. but man, it, yeah, man, it, it's all good. But anything oh. else, be man, before we wrap it up in this uh, episode and get into our final thoughts. I mean, I had to cook something first to eat. I appreciate it, but I'm not going down. You can come no, up. I ain't got nothing else. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We'll just go ahead and jump right into it. 
Before we wrap up today's show, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud partner of the Unhinged Sports Network, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate of. So if you head over to ramblinaboutracing.com under our sponsors tab, there at the bottom you'll see a link to Fanatics. It'll take you right to the NASCAR page where you can get all your latest and greatest driver gear, such as T-shirts, hoodies, diecasts, and much more. But it doesn't just stop. have to stop there. If you like Alabama Crimson Tide football, buy Alabama Crimson Tide football from there. If you like Washington Capitals, Washington Capitals has all their stores there as well. So head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the sponsor tab. Link is there at the bottom for Fanatics. All purchases will help out the Unhinged Sports Network bring you better content and more content for the future. Go check them out. White flag, white flag, one lap to go, one lap right here. All right, man, final thoughts here on Rambling About Racing. It's kind of a short episode, but, you know, I I'm, I have to stay up editing this to burn the midnight oil, so I'm trying not to make it extremely long here. But, uh, again, thanks to everybody who joined in and, to, and stuck around to this point of the show. Really do appreciate it. We got our Driver of the Week this week in NASCAR and our In the Marbles 2.0, which, if memory serves me right, Charlie, I did not do last week or the week prior no i thought you did do last week did i not i i, I might not have done the week prior i think that's what it the week was prior you did not do but you that's did do right it last week. all right in the marble 2.0 standings following the las vegas the race at las vegas and going into talladega which could be up for anybody here matt camper still in the lead with 5591 points smr r&d in second s blades third smr operations fourth i'm in fifth smoking woody six charlie you're in seventh with 5019 points unhinged racing all the way down to shake and bake which is eighth through twelfth i don't think are doing it anymore because they got unhinged racing has 2226 points i don't think they made it to the 12 I, I guess they they got bumped out in the round in the previous round of the playoffs and if i'm not careful i'm going to get knocked out in the pre, in this round of the playoffs but that's your in the marvels 2.0 standing at the end of the year 100 dollar amazon gift card we're revamping that as we speak here at rambling about racing for next year trying to make it a little more interactive for everybody but charlie this week in nascar driver of the week which one do you want to do and well you normally do driver of the week and uh do you want to go first or do you want to go second i'll go second uh but i can go with jason leffler jason leffler sounds great we'll do him for our driver of the week this week but before that it's going to be this week in nascar september 25th 1966 Fred Lorenzen is flagged the winner of the Old Dominion 500 at Martinsville, but his victory is stripped due to an oversized fuel tank. Three days later, NASCAR reverses its decision and restores Lorenzen's victory, even though the fuel cell in his Ford held 23.1 gallons of fuel, 1.1 gallons too many. NASCAR announces that since the fuel cell is in question, was brought directly from the Firestone dealer, the spirit of the rule wasn't encroached. So since it was a stock fuel cell, fuel cell he didn't do anything. Therefore, he wins it. Hmm. So that was September 25th, 1966. 
for this week in NASCAR. Australian Charlie, Jason Leffler, our driver of the week this week here at Ramblin' yeah. About Racing. Jason Leffler, September 16th, 1975, passed away June 12th, 2013. If you're familiar with Jason, familiar with Jason Leffler at all, he died from a neck injury during a racing accident. Yep, I remember so that. Some of his Cup Series stats over nine years were 73 races. His best points finish was 52nd. In 2013, this is in the Cup Series. Best finish, 37th in 2001. His first race was the 2001 Daytona 500. Uh, last race was the 2013 Party in the Poconos 400. Uh, he had one top 10 and one pole. Xfinity Series, he, he ran 294 races over 12 years. His best finish was third in 2007. His first race was 1999 Kroger 200. Last race was 2012 Great Clips 200 at Phoenix. First win was 2004 Federated Auto Parts 300 at Nashville. And last win was the 2007 Kroger 200. He had in, in 294 races over 12 years in the Xfinity Series, or formerly Nationwide Series. Two wins, 107 top 10s, and eight poles. He also had some Indy car series three races over two years best finish being 30th in the year 2000 first race was 1999 trans world diversified services 200 at disney last race was 2000 indianapolis 500 brings us to the conclusion of our driver of the week which is jason leffler ah nice man pop quiz without looking at your phone in 2001 he was a rookie in the cup series what was the car number and his sponsor. Sponsor, Great Clips? No. Oh, was it 37? No. Okay, I don't know. No, that was a zero one singular car. <laughs> Great Clips must have been a sponsor of the Nationwide Series. Yeah, that is a sponsor of the Nationwide Series. I always see, I used to see Casey Kane with it all the time, and now I, I usually Casey see. Casey Kane ran it while he was in the five car. He did that as well, yeah. Which, if Great Clips wants to sponsor someone else in the five car, and get their name out there more. It would know be a good one. Yeah, I know. I I could throw you a name, Great Clips, if you follow us on rant, on Kyle Larson. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Larson. Okay, yeah, there it is. I was going to see if we could get him to follow us, but no problem here. But Charlie, man, thanks for coming here, man. Fun episode, kind of a short one, but a fun one. And again, I want to thank all the fans out there who've been tuning into Rambling About Racing, formerly known as In the Marbles Weekly Racing Podcast, since day one. Two years ago. I can't believe it's been two years. A lot has changed in two years. Not just with the world, not just with NASCAR, but, you know, at the more micro level, us, you know, with the baby on the way and everything like that. Still super excited about that. Baby shower here in a couple weeks. But, Charlie, not going to hold you up anymore. I got to get the editing. Do you Where's have the baby shower going to be at? It's going to be at uh, Caroline's Land there in Blythewood. Oh, I wasn't invited. You can just show up. You're a fan. Because I'll, I'll be up that way. Well, if you're going to be up that way, show up. It's going to be October 9th. Walk in there, beer in hand. What's up, guys? Oh, boy. Uh, how about you leave the beer there? And Uncle we'll- Charlie's here. <laughs> you should totally do that. Okay, yeah. I change the plans here since uh, really nobody from my family, I feel, listens to the podcast, at least on Caroline's <laughs> side. I think we should go ahead and plan that. I think that would be a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> More more so in the sense that, you hey, know, Matt. 
<laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I'm here. absolutely no one there would know you outside of me and Caroline. I and brought if, the beer you told me to bring. Yeah, and do that, and it'll be funny. <laughs> and, in, and then Caroline will get mad with her pregnancy hormones, man. And like, I just walk in like, hey, boo. <laughs> but walk in with like jean cut off shorts and oh God, yeah. And I mean the yeah. whole nine yards with the like big old Yeats glasses or whatever, sunglasses. Pit vipers. I, I mean, yeah, pit vipers. Just do the whole nine yards, man. Just go for it. And I will support you one hundred percent on that. That would be outstanding, man. I, I, I'm getting, I can't even kick out of that. I'm like, this is the best. Uh, where, where's Baby Charlie? Is this <laughs> Baby Charlie's website? Uh, 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 baby shower? Oh, no. Yeah, you should oh, totally. Gosh. Oh, this, gosh. This, that would go south real quick. Yeah. Be, oh, gosh. Yeah, it would. But it'd be funny. I'd laugh. Oh, yeah, it, it would be a trip. I'd laugh. But that's just me. But, hey, man. Uh, I think that'd be great. <laughs> but anything else before we wrap it up here? No, nah, man, uh, I'm good. So sometimes the short but sweet episodes are good ones. Hey, so. Sometimes the short ones are the good ones here. But Charlie, if you got nothing else, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. I'd like to thank everybody so much for tuning in to us this week here at Rambling About Racing. Make sure to go to ramblingaboutracing.com to links to all of our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube for the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. And just to stay in touch with us here at the show I'd like to thank our partners of the show, Stand Up to Cancer and Fanatics, for all they do, not for only for us here at Rambling About Racing, but also for us at the Unhinged Sports Network and Belly Up Podcast Pod Sports Network as well. Thanks again to Charlie for being on the show. Thanks again to everybody supporting the show for now two years of the show. Couldn't have done it without you. Glad to do it for you, and thank you for all that you do in support for this show. For Charlie Herkus, Chuck8384 on Twitter. I'm Matt Beamer, mbeamer22 on Twitter. Stay safe, and we'll see you after Talladega. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.